0: Hey ladies! How are you? What's going on my beautiful sisters? How y'all doing? Happy Tuesday to y'all. Oh happy voting Tuesday. Yes! Today is the day for you ladies. If you haven't done it already, you know, to vote. I have voted. I am done with it. I did it about an hour ago. So yeah, if you haven't, go ahead and make that your priority today to get it done. And those of you who have voted, awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, good morning or good evening or good afternoon, I shall say, (laughs) depending on what time you are listening to me. Hello, my sisters, what's going on with y'all? I hope you ladies had an awesome week and a phenomenal weekend. I could tell you my weekend was pretty decent. My week was also pretty adventurous as well. Oh my lord, girl! Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Oh, well, first, I'm sorry. I I forgot. You know, I'm 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 still working this this thing here, this intro. But my rudeness, ladies, come on in, come on in and take off those stilettos, take off those boots, take off those sneakers, honey. Get your glass of wine. Get your get your soda, get your water, lemon water, get your tea, your coffee, get whatever, honey, and just find you a spot and just chill. Just relax, honey. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy this conversation because, girl, we got to talk. Yes, girl, we're going to do some talking. (laughs) Yes, I got to get this right. You know, I'm, st- I'm still in a work in progress here, y'all. Okay, so I am not trying to pretend to be some professional DJ, because child, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> that is not my vibe. Okay, but you know, I'm trying to, you know, come on every week with, a, you know, with a consistent flow. Especially with the intro, you know, so it's still workable, right? It's still workable, but I definitely want you ladies to feel welcome because this is your, this is your place. This is your, uh, this is your uh, estate. This is your camping ground, right? No men allowed. Mm-mm. They got to get out. They got, you got to lock the door, baby. Lock the door, throw away the keys, okay this is your time your space your moment your domain and i want you ladies to really be comfortable and to enjoy yourself but as i was saying before y'all my week was kind of interest and here's the deal well my daughter's laptop you know is a little bit sick and um i believe the hard drive actually it's um it's going through a major a major uh, surgery right now. And um, there are some information, you know, that I have documented as far as in my uh, publisher. Because I share my daughter's laptop. You know, I don't have my own personal laptop. That is one of my dreams right there, or my goals, I would say. To be blessed with an Apple laptop in rose gold. That I'm just saying. I'm very particular. (laughs) Rose gold. I love that color. It's so pretty to me. And it's very classy. You know, it's just, it's not outdated. You know, I like that color. It's very feminine, very classy, sleek, beautiful. But it is my goal to have my own. Because there's nothing like having your own, y'all. I'm just saying it's nothing like having your own, you know, and I teach my daughters, you know, about, you know, working hard to get what you know, to get their own and not borrow from anyone and not be dependent on anybody else. You know what I mean? Um, I don't want them to be where I am in my life right now. You know, I'm not going to be in this position forever, but right now, you know, this is what's going on. And I mean, I I deserve to have my own. Okay. I deserve to have my own laptop. I deserve to have whatever, you know, that I request because I have put more than enough time and investment and energy and everything, you know, of being a stay at home mom and putting all my dreams and goals and stuff to the side, you know, to you know, to take care of my girls and to take care of my home. So yes this one little request, baby, this it this it, it shouldn't even be a struggle, right? But yeah, that's what I want. I want my own personal laptop. But as I was saying, we share the laptop, of course, and you know, my heart was just broken when, you know, I was on it the other day and it was just, I heard like a little like a little scratching sound. You know, at first it was like a mouse. I was like, what the what? You know, I was like, oh no, we don't, we don't do that. Mm-hmm. Devil, no, you ain't, mm-mm. don't you come here. You know, you transform into a mouse now. We ain't got time for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm looking around the office and I'm like, well, what is that sound? And I heard it again. And I just, you know, just stood real still. And I got closer and closer, and it was underneath the the padding or underneath the 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 desk, you know, the top part of the the laptop where the mouse rests on. And I'm like, oh my goodness, what is that? And you know, the screen was locked and everything, and it, then it conked out, and you know, and, and and it came up saying that you know the the um reboot port uh. uh part of it failed and what have you. And so I had to do everything manually. And I was so scared and so nervous. I thought I broke my child's laptop. I was freaking out, y'all. I was freaking out. I was like, oh my God, what did I do? What did I do? Because here's the thing, y'all. I have to confess. Here's the thing. See, you know, you know, the Wi-Fi here in my house can be kind of raggedy sometimes, you know? And so when it gets to that point, you know, it, You can't really function. You can't do anything on your, you know, on your laptop or smartphone. And so I am, you know, working on something and I'm trying to get to the next page or click to a clean, you know, a a blank blank page or whatever. And when I did that, you know, it has this little icon that pops up and says, you know, no connection, check your Wi-Fi, whatever it says. And I just got irritated. And I just, you know, I hit the laptop. (laughs) I just hit it, you know, it was just an impulse moment. Not to the point that, you know, it was like, like you heard a crash or anything like that. But I was just so like, you know, it's Wi-Fi. We need to update, you know, our router, this, that, or whatever. But anyway, it did continue to work. I mean, it, it was no problems or anything like that, you know. So maybe like an hour or so later, that's when it started to make that sound and it started to act kind of crazy and that's when all of the drama came and you know I that's why I said oh my god did I break my baby's laptop and I was I felt so sick have you ever felt that way when you you know when you uh accidentally you know it was, or it wasn't even intentional you know you hit something or you dropped something or you you know does something and it and and you didn't think it was going to cause any major uh, problems until later on and you see that it's not working no more or that person is really broken or hurt by what you said or whatever. And you feel so guilty. You feel so, you know, like it just feels so sick in the pit of your stomach. And that's how I felt that day. And because I was like, oh, my gosh, because at first we didn't know what was going on. I brought the laptop to my husband and I had him to check it out and stuff. And he really didn't know. He basically had to go through YouTube to see what was up. And, you know, I did the diagnostics and all of that. And and of course, it had the hard drive information and it did said that it could not recognize the hard drive but I really didn't let that register in my head I was just frantic because I was like oh my god what is going on with my baby's laptop what is going on my baby's laptop and so I basically because it gave me an option yes or no I think actually do I want it to continue with the diagnostics and I think I said yes or something to that regard and it left like um like a caution sign like with the exclamation over the like a triangle or whatever the thing was and it kept going with the, you know, with the testing of everything else, you know. And then when it completed that yeah, and went through the memory portion, all of that, um, then it said it passed and I'm like, okay, so I'm still waiting, you know, for it to get back to where it was, back to the main screen. And it didn't do that. And I had to, you know, manually, you know, reboot it again. And I did. And then it went blank and then it, um, then it showed the, um, the, um, the, um, symbol of the Dell, the the Dell symbol. And it didn't do anything else from there. I was so scared. And, you know, of course my husband, like I said, he tried it and everything and went through YouTube and, um, checked out what they had out there and he tried exactly what they had suggested. Suggested and that's when he pretty much had said, well, you know, I think it could be the hard drive, and I was like, no, and, and I out because you know the hard drive is the brain of the of a computer or the laptop, you know, and my heart just was just I was just feeling so sick, I really was guys, because I felt horrible because you know that's my baby's laptop, and you know she does her homework, she does her work, she does all of that stuff, and. Not knowing if she, you know, saved all of her information that she, you know, that she had, uh, you know, that she had previously worked on. And with me, you know, I even have some of my stuff. I have my modules on there and everything, you know, for my um strategy session course that I, you know, that I, um that I conduct every month. And so I was just frantic. I was really scared, scared, scared. So, of course, my husband tried everything he could. But nine times out of 10, I think it it was the hard drive. So he did take it to someone yesterday that um, could be able to, you know, do an internal diagnostic, if you will, you know, literally open up the laptop to get into the brain, if you will, and to see what is the problem. And my husband, he did hear, he did hear the little scratchy sound, you know, and I was like, that's the noise I heard. That's the noise I heard, right? Right. So that was very, very scary for me, you know, and then of course, you know, my baby came home from work because I wasn't here at the time I had to leave to go volunteer at my daughter's, uh, um, she had auditioned for Junior Idol, my youngest daughter. So I volunteered, uh, to, um, for the show. And of course my oldest daughter was at work, but by the time I came back, she was already home and, you know, and my husband pretty much gave her the 411 about what was up and I... You know, I was just feeling so horrible. And she was like, Mama, you didn't do anything wrong. She said, it's okay. It's all right. You know, and I was like, oh, y'all, I'm telling you, it just, I just felt so bad. Like I told her, I said, if I had the means, and this is God's truth, if I had the money, Lord knows, honey, I would have went directly to Apple's store because she ain't far. Miss Apple ain't, honey, she like maybe 10 minutes from my house. I would have went over there and bought my baby a brand new laptop. And that is on the real tip. Okay. That is so for real. If I had the means, honey, I'll buy me one too. Okay. <laughs> I'll be like Oprah and you get a laptop and you get a laptop and you get a laptop. <laughs> Cause Lord knows if I had it, I definitely would have done it. And especially knowing that, you know, it could have been, it could be the hard drive. Cause my husband, you know, had to get, When he was working uh, in Connecticut, you know, his laptop crashed on him. And, you know, of course, you know, he had a lot of stuff that he needed immediately or, you know, try to save or retrieve. And, you know, he had shipped his laptop. I mean, not his laptop, his hard drive to this uh, company that actually takes care of that. You know, they try to uh, retrieve as much valuable information as they possibly can um, like at least good 70 80 percent of that stuff could be retrieved but you know the price tag was like 500 bucks or whatever and i was just like no way <laughs> there is no way for a hard drive <laughs> man oh man oh man i told you i'm telling you i was just feeling worse and worse and worse i it just couldn't get any better it just get any better. And I was like, Lord, please forgive me. I'm like, and, and you know what guys, I'll be honest with you too. Cause you know, I'm all about transparency. I had to really look at myself and look at my temperament, you know, because when, when I, you know, was on there and like I said, I was trying to move to the next screen and, you know, I saw that notification about the Wi-Fi and everything I mean it just immediately it just came out of nowhere I was so livid with this this Wi-Fi and you know I'm like God I repent please I'm like God help me here because that is that's not cool you know Um, I should not have allowed that to really intensified my anger if you will you know, and uh, and and to the point, it caused this. You know what I mean. And I'm just being honest. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, hide anything. There's uh, there's no point trying to hide nothing because every one of us we have some flaws. In in us that needs to be, taken care of. That needs our attention, immediate attention immediate attention, right? And I really I just reflected on that and I had to admit, I say God, I see you are bringing this to my attention. And God, I need your help to resolve that, to be delivered from that and not um you know, get so upset over something that is really beyond my control. You know, I mean, I can't control the Wi-Fi's behavior. You know, I mean, I believe that we definitely do need a uh, an update on the router. But my husband keeps saying that we don't, you know, but, you know, hey, you know, but I, I just believe we do because we've been having some issues with the Wi-Fi every now and then. And it compromises uh, me, you know, when I go on live because I do live broadcasts on my on my Facebook all the time you know, and it freezes everything and it, you know, it knocks me out, that kind of stuff. And, you know, it can be very, very annoying sometimes. And, um, or even if I'm on a call or something like that, you know, on my phone, through my phone, you know, my smartphone, um, it may cause some distraction or some, you know, some pause or whatever. And it gets very, very annoying. And so you know, I was at that moment this past week in that same situation and I just like really had enough. <laughs> I really, really did. But after a while, when I really start to reflect on that and I just like, wow God, please forgive me for this, because that that should never had happened. If I just would have controlled my, you know, my anger, if I would just would have controlled my behavior, you know, I would still have this lap laptop today. Right? But I'm so great, so thankful, you know, for God because He loves us so much. And He doesn't want us to, you know, fail, or He doesn't want us to mess up any more than what we have already done. He wants us to really, you know, be healed and be delivered from those things or issues in our lives, you know, that can really cause some damage. Even if it's just a little thing, it can really cause some damage damage in your life, right? So I hope that's, I hope that blessed you right there. That That's not my topic though, guys, but you know, I got to talk. I told you got to talk, right? We got to talk, <laughs> you know, because I'm pretty sure, you know, what I'm saying to y'all, you may not have this experience exactly, but you know, you can relate. There is something, some issues in, in your life, or is there some behaviors with you, that you know is not good. It gets in the way. You you know what I'm saying? And it compromises you from you know moving forward. And it can cause, you know, some major consequences. You know, even if it's something small, something you know, even if it wasn't intentional, but it just happens, you know, it just happens and you don't realize how it's eventually starting to cause some major problems you will feel some kind of way and after a while you start to acknowledge start to realize you know and hopefully acknowledge that you know wow i need to take care of this issue because i see this is gonna this is causing me some you know causing some setbacks in my life and i don't want that i cannot afford you know any setbacks you know, in my life at all. I'm too close. I am too close to reaching my destiny and I just cannot afford it. And, and not just with the people, it's myself. It is myself. And, you know, we as women, we, you know, we try to, um, avoid getting, you know, getting deep in our inner souls, you know, to talk about what really is holding us back, you know, and, in order for us to really move forward in our in our destiny, we have to break break that cycle, guys. We have to, you know, really start getting down and dirty and start uprooting those issues that has been a cause and has been a, you know, been a problem in your life. I do, um, you know, every month I do a strategy session, which is the breaking cycle series. That's the name of my session and I do it every month um for four weeks. And uh it's a session where I have a private one on one connection with my sister and you know I give her that window that opportunity to really speak her truth and to really get to the heart of the matter or whatever that has been a um that has been a problem or been a concern in your life and it has pretty much you know, restricted you to move forward, you know, to reaching your destiny. And I have, you know, worked with a couple of clients in the past. And I mean, to this day, they are still living their life, you know, on purpose. They live in, you know, full and abundant life and they are looking absolutely fabulous. Right. And when I worked with them, you know, I you know, I really didn't put so much effort. Um, emphasis on it or put a lot of effort, you know, to really start brand, you know, branding myself and, you know, being a emotional strategist and all of that stuff. You know, I just went on ahead and allow God to just use me, um, to minister and to basically just be a sister to, you know, to my client at that time. And, um, I, I, I got great joy because she finally, you know, got to the root of the issue and she finally released it in God's hands and she finally started to be free from the bondage, from all what she endured through the years, you know, from um, being physically abused, mentally abused, spiritually abused, um, even physically ab- abused as well. She had really experienced some, some hardships and some, um, you know, some unthinkable, Uh, issues, situations in her life at that time, but it was deeply rooted. And she was at a point where she was just tired of the load, tired of carrying that load in her life. And, um, you know, she just wanted to break free from it, but she just didn't know how, or she just really was just afraid to get to that, to that level you know, of really acknowledging why she felt the way she felt, why she, you know, was angry, why she was still bitter. Yet, even though that she believed in God, you know, and she trust him and, and all those things, you know, but yet the residue of her past was still, you know, causing a lot of, you know, a lot of um, discomfort. Um, And a lot of disturbance in her life. And, And what I mean by disturbance, I mean in her mind, in her mental state. And so, you know, she just wanted to release it and she just didn't know how. And so, of course, you know, we connected and, you know, we talked and I listened to her. And, you know, I just allow God just to speak through me to her, you know, to get to that root of the problem. And once we got to that root, baby, it was a whole different, a whole different song on that, on that, on that conversation. Okay. And, and which is, I mean, in a good way, because, you know, the anointing of God just, you know, just reigned over her and she was just in it, honey. She was in it. She was just you know, just rejoicing and, you know, repenting and just letting it all go, you know? And I, of course, was just, you know, speaking, you know, um, in the holies of holies, honestly. I was just, you know, right there with her the whole time. I never left her side, but, you know, um, from that point on, I mean, when we end the conversation, if we didn't end and say, okay, girl, it was great talking to you. Okay, you take care. No, she was still in it, honey she went on in and I just let her go. You know, I said, baby, I will talk to you. Okay. You know, and I just let, you know, let God take over because that's the whole point. You know, God is in the midst of this in the, in this session. And, you know, we want him to be the one to deliver us from all of the issues that we have been keeping, you know, for quite some time. Right. And so, um, this is going on this is, um this is leading me to the topic today, which is called, "This doesn't belong to me." This Mm-mm. this doesn't belong to me, honey. Yeah. What is this to you? What is this to you? What has been in your mind, in your heart for quite some time and, you know, has been a thorn or been a a heavy weight or a burden? What is it that you willingly, and I say that, I say that on purpose, willingly, you know, um, allowed to take place in your life? And I say that because, you know, we as sisters, you know, by nature, we love to support others. We love to help. We love to, you know, to be of assistance to people, you know, make sure that they are doing well, that they are happy, that everything is all together. And if some things are not right, you know, we will go ahead and try to fix it. We will try to solve it. And there are people that truly appreciate what you put out there, but there are some people that don't appreciate what you put out there and they take you for granted. They manipulate, you know, they, you know, will create some type of, you know, um, fake story or whatever it is just to, you know, draw you into their world. And then eventually you will start, you know, living in their life and start live, you know, dealing with the issues that they have. Right. Meaning that you may have someone right now, maybe it's a relative, maybe it's a sibling, maybe it's your auntie, somebody. And they are dealing with some personal issues. just like you're dealing with some issues because we all have issues, by the way. Let me just say that, ladies, we all have something going on in our lives. I don't care where you are in your in your career. I don't care if you are rich, you are well off or you are poor. I don't care if you have a degree or masters, doctorate, or double masters or GED. I don't care where you are. Everybody has an issue or issues. Okay. Nowadays, this is more than one. Now let's just keep it real. It's more than one. Right. But, um, there, there may be someone in your life right now that is dealing with something in her life or their life. And, you know, she connects with you. She talks with you. You have that bond, you know, you have that sister bond, y'all can connect with each other. You could talk about anything and all that other stuff. But, Knowing that, knowing that she is fully aware of what's going on in your life, you know, yet she still calls you because she knows that you can be able to fix it that you can be able to um, take care of it for her, whether it's something in, with a job situation or with the kids or, um, you know, with her or whatever, some issues. And, and, and she wants, you know, or she, she suggests you take care of it. Like, can you handle this, my sister? Can you take care of this for me? You know, can you go ahead and, you know, call the court and see if they can, you know, um, you know, have some leniency on my son, or can you call the hospital or can you call the bank or can you take care of this or whatever, whatever that this is, right? And you willingly, you willingly go ahead and say, okay, no problem okay I take care of it okay i i i do it right and if you don't recognize you know when you do that <laughs> you get to find out you it's an overload you 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 eventually will start attracting other people you know to do the same thing to you. Oh, hey, Sister So-and-so, can you come on over? um? Because I need you to help me out with this. <laughs> hey, hey, sis, how you doing? I saw you at church Sunday. Girl, I was trying to greet you, but, you know, I want to know if you can help me with this. Hey, girl, I, you know what? I was going to come by your house, but I didn't get a chance. But I wanted to know if you wouldn't mind, you know, coming to this meeting and, you know, taking care of this. This doesn't belong to me. What is this to you? Because listen, you have enough going on in your life right now. You don't need no added no added ingredient <laughs> you know to your life. You trying to create a recipe that can that your family can savor, that your family can benefit from, your family can can, you know, grow from and be healthy. You don't. You don't need no additional uh, ingredients, or that that's gonna compromise what you've been working hard for, what you're trying to cook up. You know what I'm saying? You know, you can't afford that, but yet that happens. We do it anyway. We willingly allow people to come in and manipulate us and trick us, you know, and you know, and have us to fall prey to what they're saying right and you wonder why you are not living your best life why you're not living your life like it's golden you know why are you not you know you know walking in green pastures you know you you, you every way you walk or every way you turn it's always chaos it's always stress it's always drama there's always something going on in your life and it's frustrating but not realizing that you have your own issues, yes, but you also have carried or carrying other people's issues. And it is pulling you down and smothering you and eventually is going to choke you and it's going to kill you from the inside out. Because eventually when you realize you won't have the desire to dream, you won't have the phys- you know, um, you won't be physically able to move to, you know, uh, pr- you know, to practice on your You know, on your dream, on your ideas or that plan. Because you're going to be spent. You're going to be tired. You're going to be emotionally tired. You're going to be mentally tired. You're going to be spiritually tired. You won't even have time to, you know, to connect with God. And when when you don't have time to connect with God, you know something up. You know, you know this. You know something is going on in your life that you got to put a pause on it real quick. Because now... You know, this is compromising your intimacy time with him. Because he's the one that knows the day. He knows your day. He knows your minute. He knows your hour. He knows what's up. He knows what's ahead of the game. He knows. And he needs you to connect with him so he can keep you on the up and up. But see, the enemy, he will come come through other people's lives. And, you know, and they will come to you. And they will throw all of their garbage all of their weight, all of their nonsense, all of their drama, everything to you. And you are willingly accepting that. You accept all of that. You say, okay, no problem. Even though deep down inside, let's be real, some of you don't want to do it. Some of you like, oh, God, I don't even want to be bothered with her little baby kids. Ooh. Ooh, that little one right there. Ooh, that child's a demon seed for real. Ooh, that child came from that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lord, that child came from that movie. What's the name of that movie, by the way, y'all? Sidebar. What is the name of that movie? It was a horror movie with the kids. Is it the Children of the Corn? Is that what that is? That's what is coming in my head right now. hmm Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Children of the Corn. Hmm, child, I'm telling you, there are some people got some kids that might have been created Mm. in the cornfield. I'm just saying, because Lord Jesus, I'm just saying, y'all, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. (laughs) Okay, back to reality, back to reality. No, (laughs) but you get what I'm saying. You know, deep down inside, you know, you don't want to do it, but you do it anyway. You do it anyway, and you already have enough going on in your own personal life. You have your own baby kids to deal with. Come on now. Now, yeah, they're a blessing. I'm not saying they're not, but, you know, they, they special. We all have special children, You know, even if you have just that one, but they special you know but regardless you have to deal with your kids you know and then you got to deal with somebody else's kids right but you do it anyway right it's added stress added pressure and you do it but when is time for you for you to ask for someone to watch your kids girl hey hey girl oh i was wondering if you know i have i have a uh i have a meeting to go to tonight and I was wondering um if you wouldn't mind uh watching my kids for me honey huh What'd you say, sis? I was saying, you know, I have a meeting tonight, and I was wondering. I know this is last minute. I'm so sorry, sis. I know. But I have a meeting tonight, and I don't have anyone to watch my kids. And my husband's got a, he has, he's on assignment, and he's not going to be available to, 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 you know, to watch the kids. And I was wondering if it was okay if my kids could be, you know, hang at your house with your kids. Oh, 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 oh. Well, you know, that sounds good and all, but, uh. I I won't be able to um to do it tonight, cause um you know my, my I have a bad headache and I I had a long day, girl. You know, child. I've been talking to you about my supervisor, well my supervisor. Anywho, honey, girl, I can't tonight. I'm just not feeling up to it. I I I don't even want to deal with my kids, honey. You know, I'm so sorry, boo. Maybe next time. Mm -hmm. How many of you had experienced that before? Okay, maybe I'm just talking to the air. Okay, I don't know. But when you need something, the same people that comes to you and they throw their garbage to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where are they when you in need? Where are they when you need something? Right? And you tolerate it for so long. But then after a while, you get to the point, you like, hold up, wait, like, you know, like, you got to put the brakes, you got to put your feet on that brake and you're like, like, you like, you got to do that. You know, and I know it was high pitch. I'm sorry, guys. That was not how I wanted to come out in my head. I heard the screeching sound, you know, I heard that screech. It, see, it, it didn't come out the way I wanted to come out. I am so sorry, y'all. I, you know, I'm a high soprano by nature and you know, it was not intentional to, you know, to cause any kind of, you know, discomfort to the ear. And especially for those of you who may have your earplugs on, I'm so sorry. It was just, it was just not meant to come out that way. But you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm trying to say, right? You get to the point to realize that, wait a minute, I'm being played for a sucker. I'm getting played for real, for real you know because when i need something no when when you need something you you call me and i i could be dead dog tired But, you know, I'll go ahead and and, and just, you know, break the shell. And I'm like, okay, they can come over. Okay, i come over. Okay, I'll go to the church. Okay, I'll go ahead and take care of this. Okay, I'll go to the bank. Oh, okay, I'll go to the store. Okay, I'll go ahead and cook this meal for you, honey. Okay, I'll go ahead and do this. But when I am in need of something... I get the I, I I get the silent treatment or i get or I get you know um you know uh you know uh, uh, somebody calling in and they sick on me, or nobody's available, everybody disappears, you know like ghosts, where are they? you know what I mean, maybe okay, I'm talking to the air again, okay, maybe nobody' will quite understand what I'm saying, you know I'm not the best of speaker you know, but I try my best to just speak my truth and, uh, you know, and just be as blatantly verbal as, as possible. You know, you know, I know what I'm saying because it has happened to me. It has happened to my mother, bless her soul. And I know how it makes you feel. And I know how frustrating it can be. And especially when you really start to sit and really analyze and you know, look at your life and look at your situation and look at these people whom you befriended, and you come to realize that they are not true friends. They are not who they say they are. They don't really care about you. They don't care about your dreams. They don't care about your passion. They don't care about your heart. They don't care about you being tired. They only care about themselves. When they want to go out and club or go out with their boo thing or go out with their friends, they just call on you and expect you to say yes. You know, and don't ask any questions as to why I should watch your baby kids. Why I should watch your your snotty child. Why should I watch your rude little, mm, yeah, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, amen, beautiful baby boy. Why should I, you know? But, you know, this is what we're dealing with. And it's not even just with friends, even with your, your family members. There's people in your family members, in your family, that are, are also doing the same thing to you. And they've been doing it for a long, long time. Because why? You willingly allowed it. At some point, you're going to have to say, uh, Sis, this, mm-mm, this doesn't belong to me. You're going to have to talk to them and tell them that right up front. Uh, sc- uh, sc- sc- excuse me? Uh, uh, This this doesn't belong to me. Have, I know all of you have been to the store, right? You have gone shopping, whether to grocery shopping, whether to the mall, you know, and, you know, or going to some place, you know, the electronic store or whatever. But particularly, I just just go to the grocery store, you know, and you you already in line and you already put your stuff, you know, on the conveyor belt and all that stuff, right? And you know, there's a lady or a person behind you as well waiting for you to get your put your stuff, you know, on you know on the conveyor belt and then. Finally, it's your turn and they go ahead and do the transaction and go ahead and start, you know, um, scanning the food and all of that stuff. And then that person behind you, that customer is putting their stuff on the conveyor belt and everything. And, you know, she got a lot of stuff, right. And you try not to be nosy, you know, cause you know, you trying to look at that, that screen to make sure you don't go over your budget. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, sometimes sisters, we can, you know, we, we, if we don't be paying attention and we don't have the assistance of the coupon ministry, you know, we, we get kind of a little nervous because we know what we already have in our account and we already know what we got on the credit card and the credit card is pretty much near to maximum, okay? But yeah, maximum, is about to burst, okay? You know what's up, but you see that your customer behind you, that lady behind you, she has like a cartload and you say to yourself, Oh, thank you God that I did not... Take any more time in that aisle looking at that bag of candy. I'm so glad that I jumped ahead and allowed the Holy Spirit to direct me to this line before her because, child, oh, if I had to be behind her, oh, I would not be happy right about now. So, you just, you know, you try to keep cool and try to be cute with it and everything. But, you know, you notice that she's putting her stuff on the conveyor bed and she's on the belt and she's. Her stuff is getting kind of close to your stuff and you trying to, you know, leave some space because there's no, uh, there's no spacer, you know, that they have on the side of the conveyor belt that you put there on the, on the thingy, you know, um, and you trying to find it or whatever, but it's not there, you know, um, but, um, when she gets to to the few of the last items, you still looking at the price and you like Jesus. The the number is it, it's not a dollar and fifty cents. It's a hundred and fifty dollars and it's still counting. Jesus, it's still going up, and you know you you having a moment. You are having a moment, and then you know. She gets to almost two more items, and you're still caught up in the moment with the price. You're looking at the, the numbers and it's still skyrocketing. You're like, oh Lord, that was the mega millions right now. That that was 150 million coming to me. Yes, you know, and you get you just you, 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 you know your mind just starts to wander. You know, I'm just saying maybe it's just me. I think I go through that. I don't know what y'all go through, but I'm just speaking on my behalf. But anyway, you know, that's how it works out for me. So um, but then you notice that the lady is starting to pick up an item, you know, that you did not put on the conveyor belt and, you know, and then she gets your attention because see your heart's starting to, it start to drop a little bit because you see that that 150 starts to get to about like 180 and you know, that's not the mega millions. It didn't rise up because nobody didn't get the number you know and and she gets your attention like oh uh, is is this your item is this your item hun you know and you and you get back to the reality and you like what is this your item oh 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 no 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 this 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 doesn't belong to me right this doesn't belong to me this is hers right and the lady behind you be like oh yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry i was trying to move all my stuff back a little bit you no know that and i'm like that's okay that's okay you know you know what I'm saying? You know, you you will put a stop to it, right? Because you already have more than enough that you put on that conveyor belt. You already have enough on your plate. And you don't need to add anything else to your plate, especially if you did not put it in your cart. Meaning that you did not put, especially if you did not put or you did not request and you did not, you know, had it on your list, you know, If somebody presents something to you or if it's right, you just say, no, this doesn't belong to me. No, your child doesn't belong to me. Yeah, that's my blood. That's my nephew. That's my niece. But guess what? That's not my child. So that's not my responsibility. Whatever they've been doing against the law, that's on them. You got to handle that, boo. You know, I am nobody's lawyer. I am no defense attorney. Jesus is your defense. You need to call on him. How about we come together in prayer, sister girl, and we could talk about that. We could pray over that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just saying, maybe I'm too deep. Okay, maybe, maybe. Okay, okay, okay. Because I know not everybody can't really get to that level when we start talking about Jesus and we talk about the defense and how he is our, he, you know, he's our lawyer in, and, and, and when, when in, 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 in situations and, you know, he's our healer, he's everything to us. And, you know, people don't want to get that deep because we get a little too serious with that. But baby doll, come on. He is your life source. You have to, you, this is serious, okay? But you know, I get it, I get it, I get it. Because I used to be that way too. So I'm not trying to act all whole either now because that's just not my vibe, you know? But I'm I'm trying to be as uh, compassionate with my words as, as possible. But I have to be really deep and really raw and really real, okay? You have to stop being a pusher. You got to stop being that drug pusher. And what I mean by that, you got to stop pushing this stuff to people in your life and causing so much chaos. You know what I'm saying? You got to stop doing that to them and you got to, and you have to reject it. Ladies, you got to reject it. You got to put your hands up and say, "Mm -mm, no, 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 this doesn't belong to me. No, 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 no. Uh-uh, uh. no, I'm I'm not going to accept this abuse. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. I, I'm not going to, to accept that sarcasm. Uh, no, 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 no. I am not going to accept any more abuse, any more attitude, any more, you know, drama from you. No, I have enough going on in my life right now. I don't need no ad, no no additional crap in my life. I don't need that no more. This doesn't belong to me. I'm tired of being taken for granted. I'm tired of being taken, you know, you know, just you know, uh, as a plaything. I'm tired of that. Because at some point, ladies, you got to get to the point and realize I deserve better. Come on, now you know what you deserve. You deserve better. You deserve the best of the best of the best infinity. That's that's my thing. I, that's what I start saying now. I deserve the best of the best of the best infinity, because as long as I got God in my life, I know that He's going to continue on blessing me, and it's it, there's and there's no cap to it. There, there there's no closure to it. It's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. And I just want you ladies to know, okay, that you deserve better. That you need to just stand up and speak your truth. And I say this, I know, I say that all the time. I know it sounds like a broken record to some, you know, speaking your truth. What does that mean, speaking your truth? I always speak my truth. Well, you might speak your truth, but are you really speaking from the inner core of your heart? Because there is that powerful voice in you, my love, that you totally disregard on a regular basis because you allow your flesh and your emotions to govern your life and take over and, you know, to do things and to say things that you shouldn't said or shouldn't have done in the first place. And it's causing you to get even more deeper and deeper into the pit of confusion and, you know, and misery and even being alone. You feel alone because guess what? People don't want to be around you after a while when you, you know, when you, you know, present yourself in that kind of way. You know what I'm saying? You know, speaking your truth means that you are speaking from your heart you are speaking you know from within and you are letting people know who you are and what you are about and that they have they have a choice but they need to start respecting who you are they need to start to respecting your space they need to appreciate the power of what you have and, and the power that you present when you walk in the room no you would not tolerate Ignorance. No, you are not going to accept that in your life. You work too hard to clean that out. How many of you right now are in this in a situation where you already cleaning out a lot of stuff in your personal life? Some of you have already upgraded to that level. And I applaud you, my sister, because it's not easy. It's not easy getting to that level in your life. But those of you have who have made it, God bless you. And guess what? 2019 is the year of elevation. I spoke that out yesterday when I was on live um, on my Facebook page and I spoke that out. And that's what came in my spirit. 2019 is the year of elevation, meaning that for most of you ladies, you have already accelerated to the next level in this fourth quarter of this last two months of this year. And I applaud you for where you are right now. But get ready for 2019 because 2019 is the year of elevation that's gonna take you even higher to a level that you never even thought would ever happen for you, right? God has something, have greatness in your life. He has something of great value for you that you're gonna get yourself, he's getting you prepared for, right? And those of you right now, You want that, you have been dreaming of that. And this is your opportunity to finally walk into your harvest. 2019 is a harvest year. 2019 is gonna be a bountiful year. 2019 is going to be an overflowing abundance year. It really, really is. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And if you want to experience that for the whole duration of that brand new year, this is the time right now, my beautiful sisters, where you're going to have to say, this doesn't belong to me. This does not belong to me. This attitude, this behavior, this this broken relationship, this abuse... Me? Not loving me? Ladies, listen, let me tell you this before I, before I close this. Let me tell you this. Ladies, you have to start learning to love you. I know for some of you, you still question that word love. Because you haven't been loved in return. There were people in your life whom you believed, whom you trusted. And they took full advantage of you. They abused you. They they manipulated you. They lied to you. They betrayed you, right? They molested you. They molested not just your physical body, but they molested your mind. They molested your heart. They did some major damage to you. And as a result of that, you go ahead and cause the same grieve, grievances to somebody else's life. Those of you sisters out there who are listening to me, You need to stop sleeping in the bed with another person. You need to stop being in that bed with a married man. You need to stop being in the relationship with someone that is not treating you the way God wants to treat you. Ladies, if you don't know how to be loved, talk to God. Because I'm telling you right now, he will show you how to be loved oh my goodness, he will romance you, he will wine you and dine you with his words. The promises of what God says about you, beloved, is so beautiful, It's so elegant, It's so sweet, It's so pure, and it will comfort you and cover you and saturate you to the point that you, you will be so woozy in the spirit, honey, Baby girl, listen, 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 you won't have time to try to find Mr. Goodwright because you already have Mr. Right now. And that is the, your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that is for real, for real. I ain't trying to be preachy. I'm not trying to do that, but I'm speaking from experience. I'm speaking from what I know. Cause listen, girls, I know y'all tried this about anything and everything out there. And yeah, it was pleasurable for the moment. Yeah. It got you excited for a moment. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. I know some of y'all probably like, Ooh, that ain't me. Mm. All right. Don't say it too quick, chick. Don't say it too quick, chick. Okay. I'm I'm just saying, now you know, you know what's up. And some of you still holding on to the residue of that moment. Mm, Sidebar. (laughs) You know what's up, but you got to understand, ladies, that that right there, you got to let that go. You have to let it go because it's compromising your, your opportunity to go to the next level in your destiny. Every single one of you has a purpose in your life. And my beautiful sisters out there who is trying to find love in the wrong place, you better find that love that's right there in front of you. And that is Jesus. He loves you more than you will ever know. And he's there to heal your brokenness. Right, he's there to comfort you, and I know for some of you, you have been through some stuff where you believe you truly believe there is no way in the world that God can fix this after all what I did, after all what I put my body through, after all the many men I slept with, after all the many abortions that uh, I aborted those babies. Oh my goodness, how in the world can God fix me? How in the world can God can heal me with his love? It's nothing nothing too hard for him to do, my love. Baby girl, there's value in you. You are priceless. You are so royal. You are just absolutely exquisite. Do you understand that? And I know for some of you, it's kind of hard to hear that because of the, the lifestyle that you have been living. You know, some of you have been doing this stripper stripper uh life for quite a minute because, yeah, you're getting that fast money and all of those things. But, you know, in the pit of your being, you know you're not happy doing that anymore. You've been in this game for, God knows, maybe five years or whatever at the beginning, it was fine. It was cool. It was fun for you because, yeah, you were making that money and you were getting the attention. But now you see that this can be this can be very lethal to your body. It can be very lethal to your life. And you come across people in that type of atmosphere that don't care about who you are as a woman. They just care about what's in between your legs and on your chest. And I'm keeping it on the real. I'm not being nasty, but this is the reality of what we are dealing with when it comes to our young girls. And we need to wake up, church. We need to get it together, church. We need to stop being so holy of holies and start really utilizing the power that is within us. And that is to love those sisters out there that are broken. They need to be reminded that Jesus loves them. They need to be reminded that God has something great for their lives. And that God is not mad at them at all. He knew what they were going to do. But that doesn't change nothing. That doesn't change his love for them. His love doesn't fluctuate every time we screw up. That's the world, honey. Those That's the people in our lives right now. Even some that's in the church. Now let me tell you something. I learned something. This was really, really deep when I came across that. People can get saved. It's one thing being saved. It's another thing of being delivered. Oh, I think I just touched somebody right now. I felt that in my fancy. It's one thing being saved, but it's another thing of being delivered. Because you can get saved, yes, and your spirit is sealed. You are set, ready to go to heaven. But then here here, here comes the test, for real, for real, and that is to get delivered. And that is to get delivered from the world mindset. You got to start renewing your mind, ladies. And I know, I know it can be so challenging sometimes. Trust me, the enemy doesn't want to lose you, but I'd rather lose him you know, I'd rather, I'd, rather, I'd rather just, you know, be with, you know, be with God instead of being in that world because that world is not doing anything for me, but killing me from the inside out. It's destroying my purpose. It's destroying my dreams. It's destroying what God has for me. And ladies, some of you right now believe that there is nothing left in life for you already. Some of you are already at the verge of giving up because of the weight that is on you. Because you have allowed, you willingly allow people to abuse you, to manipulate you, to lie to you, to pretend to be your friend, to molest you, all of these things. And this is the day right now, my beautiful sisters, that you got to say, no, this does not belong to me. And you got to stand with authority. You got to stand with power. You got to stand up and knowing that God is your defense. And that he already has the angel set to be your fence be your to protect you. He will keep you covered. He will keep you safe. Even through the midst of what you are going through in your life, God will cover you and he will heal you at the same time. There's so many of you beautiful sisters out there that are going through a lot of emotional baggage right now. Some of you have been carrying this weight for so long. Lord have mercy. You don't even, you don't even know how long it's been, but you know, it's a burden. You know, it's, it's tiring. It's tiring you out to the point that you don't even have the physical, you know, capabilities of really being, you know, working with your kids or, you know, playing around with your kids. You you are the life of the party, if you will. You were always joyful. You were always happy, right? You always had a smile on your face. But then, of course, life happens. Marriage happened. Abuse happened. You know, uh, it, all kinds of things happen in your life. And it had changed your whole personality. It has changed you from a person whom you never thought you would ever become because of what was presented in your life through those individuals, Right now, it is time for you to flip that script, boo, and say, no, this does not belong to me. I'm not going to tolerate this behavior anymore. I'm not going to tolerate you stepping all over me like this. I'm not going to tolerate you treating me any kind of way. I I love me. And start saying that to yourself, ladies. I love me. No, you're not saying it to be bragging or boasting or being prideful. No, this is this is something you need to start saying to yourself. Because sometimes, you know, for women, it, we find it complicated to really to open up our mouths and say those words. I love me. What is so wrong to say I love me? I love my skin. I love my features. I love my body. I love my scars. I love my toes. I love my hair. I love my eyes. I love my big lips. I love my nose. I love my power. I love my heart. I love my ministry. I love my purpose. I love me. Say that to yourself. Start saying it every single day. Even if you got to cry it out, say it. Even if you feel so. Oh, oh my God, so overwhelmed, say it. Even if you say it in front of that individual that is causing all that strife in your life, say it so they can see that you have changed and that you are changing and that you are finally breaking out of that shell, that you are finally not tolerating this crazy behavior anymore. You deserve better and God is the one that's going to treat you better. You don't need all that other stuff. You don't you don't need that. If you want attention, God will give you the attention that you rightfully need. But you do not need to go out there to try to find love, ladies, or to try to get the attention. I see some of these beautiful gorgeous young ladies Smart, intelligent, beautiful young ladies, I see them all the time. They come out wearing these crazy outfits, these you know these little cut up mittress you know tops, and showcasing half their breasts and all that other stuff and and listen i i I keep it real with you, sidebar, I keep it real with you see i i I like wearing nice, beautiful things, you know what I'm saying i i by nature. You know, I'm a natural, sex, sexy woman. I am. Because I like to wear nice, sexy things. But it but, but it comes with a fine line now. Don't get all twisted. Because I know... Oh, Lord Jesus. I know some of y'all already are like... Oh, Tawanta. Girl, hold on now. Keep it holy now. Keep it holy. It, I am... keep I am. Don't look, chick. Come on now. Okay? I love you. Mm. But listen... I'm very conservative with my sexiness. Right. And I'm very particular on what I wear because true sexiness comes from the inside out. That is your natural beauty. That's why this show is called Resilience Is My Beauty. Right. It's from the inside out. It's not the outside in, ladies. You got it all backwards right? You don't have to expose your body parts to try to get the attention of a of a boy that's in a man's body. I'm keeping it real because trust me, honey, just because you see the physical of a man, it doesn't mean he is a man internally because he's not, okay? Because he's not going to treat you the way you deserve to be treated. I'm just keeping on the real, ladies. I'm just being honest with you. I'm just being honest with you. Okay, y'all don't want to hear that, but it is what it is okay i'm I'm not sugarcoating anything you already been spoon fed with enough sugar that's why you that's why you you know you got diabetes in the brain you know you just i'm just being honest with you just it's time to cleanse the mind it it it's time to renew the way of you how you think because you have like i said we you willingly allow people to manipulate you and have you to believe the things that you always dreamt of hearing. Oh, you sexy, you beautiful, you know, and I think you're the most beautiful girl. Oh, I love your body, mama. Oh, you fine, and all this stuff, would have you. Mm-hmm. Child, please, come on now. Okay. Mm. All right. Okay, I guess nobody want to hear. I'm talking to the air again, I guess. Oh, well, I still love you, though, you know. I might have lost some, some supporters. Okay, well, you know, God will give me double, you know. Cause I'm not all about that anyway. I'm just all about speaking the truth, the truth of the truth of the truth. And that's something that, you know, a lot of us, you know, tend to hide from, you know, because we want our flesh to govern our lives and our emotions to govern our lives. And we want to do what we want to do because it feels good to the flesh. And then when we go ahead and do these things, you better be prepared for the consequences because the consequences is going to be 10 times worse than that pleasure. Because the pleasure only lasts for but a hot minute. But that, but that, ooh, mm, but the consequences sugar, 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 honey, iced tea. Anywho, you know what I'm saying? Listen, ladies, you are resilient, you are magnificent, you are powerful. You are unique, you are talented, you are one of a kind, you are creative, you are powerful and you are anointed. God has given you more than enough. And I say that all the time and I will keep saying it until it really hits you in your spirit. God has given you more than enough to go out there and to shine, to be the best that you can be. Those of you who are looking for love, allow God to love you first, and then you start to love in yourself. And then, when you start to, when you feel that love, when you when you feel confident in that love, then in due time, God will bless you with your Boaz. He will bless you with that that man, that king, honey. That will treasure you, baby. Mm. Honey child. He will love you unconditionally. His love will never waver. His love will not stop. His love will not go like a seesaw. One minute he's high in love with you, and the next minute he's low in anger with you. His love is just not one hundred percent. He loves you, but he's mad at you, and he don't want to do nothing with you. He don't want to talk to you, or he don't want you to talk to him because he's in a bad mood, kind of thing, you know. Or he, or he just don't want to see you, or don't want to connect with you, and you are in the same house. Mm. Come on with it. See, God will—he will bless you with a husband that will give you the uh, attention that you rightfully deserve, that that is needed in your life. That love is going to be so attractive, girl. It—you, mm, child—you were just like, oh Lord, this is, whew, this is too much, but it feels so right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's how God is with us. His love is so beautiful. It's so. It's just so overwhelming, but it's so right, and it's so needed. He reminds us every day just how beautiful we really are. We, when we wake up in the morning and we go out about our day, you know, he always blows kisses in the wind for us because we feel the wind, you know, caressing our cheek. That's God throwing kisses at us. He He reminds us how beautiful we are, just like the beautiful sky, he sees radiance in us. And that's how you need to see yourself. Girl, when I look at myself in the mirror, honey, I get myself all i up like, ooh, Tawanta, go girl. Mm. Gone chick, gone chick, go, Tawanta, now you know, girl, mm. I, mm. I'm like, gone girl, gone girl. <laughs> and I'm doing that on purpose because guess what? It wasn't like that always. I didn't believe in myself. I didn't believe I was pretty. I didn't believe I was attractive, child. I, at the age of five, I was. I found out I was nearsighted. Honey, I had to wear glasses at the age of five years old. I wore glasses pretty much all my life until I was blessed woo, with the upgrade of wearing contact lenses, honey. Ooh, child, you couldn't tell me nothing when I finally found out that I could wear contact lenses. Because once upon a time before that, my eye doctor... Told my mother that there was no way that your daughter ever is going, is ever going to wear contact lenses. She's going to be wearing glasses for the rest of her life. (laughs) My mother like, "Mm, okay. (laughs) Me, I was devastated. I was a child when I, I remember that day, like it was yesterday. We was right there in the office. And he said that to my mother. My mother didn't flinch. My mother didn't get, you know, overwhelmed or anything. She's like, "Oh, okay." Mm-hmm. Me, I'm devastated. I'm like, "I'm going to be wearing these glasses for the rest of my life?" Oh my goodness. But when I finally came across that I could wear some contact lenses, child. Baby, when I finally got my first pair of contact, this is sidebar, y'all. I'm sorry. When I got my first pair of contact lenses, and this is when I was a, a sophomore in college at Bethune Cookman. What's up, BCU? Um, at Daytona Beach, Florida. Sorry, I'm not. I'm. I'm not sponsoring. I'm just. You know, that's my school. Anyway, I'm sorry. But as um, you know, when I when I when I got the package in the mail, and I was like totally excited. I was like a five year old. Yeah, because it went back to that, that my childhood at the age of five. But when I got my package. I opened it up and, and, you know, I, and I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And honey, I popped those, those, those the, the, put, put those cotton, those cotton the contact lenses in my eyes, honey. And, and then here's the thing I had already, I already purchased some shades before I even got my contact lenses, y'all. I, cause I, I said, Lord, I just want to wear pretty shades. Cause I like, I like to collect shades. I love wearing shades and I purchased some shades. And when I got the contact lenses, y'all, and I put them things on mm, and I had on this cute little dress, child, I was like maybe 50 pounds, Well, I was much, much smaller than where I am right now, but you know, I'm still foxy. But anywho, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. I I did not mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, I did not mean to smack my lips like that. I'm sorry. Anywho, but you couldn't tell me nothing. I, I was like a brand new woman. I am so serious. I was like, oh, I could see. Uh, I can see. Oh, my God, I can see. And I put my shades on, baby. I was already looking fly. I had my hair out and everything, honey. I came out of that dorm prancing, honey. Like, I was Miss... I like Miss Runway Model, honey. I was. I'm serious. I am not lying to y'all. If ooh, if if I could just, mm, if I could just show the picture, the image, ooh, for real, for real. I remember that day like it was like it was yesterday. I came out of that dorm with a whole new walk, a whole new attitude, baby. You couldn't tell me nothing, mm, honey. I was too fly because here's the thing as i said before i didn't see myself attractive i didn't see myself beautiful it took a while for me to really start appreciating the true beauty of who i was and not even so much just the physical beauty but even my even the beauty from within so where i am right now yes I say I love me. Yes, I say I'm fly. Yes, I'm say I'm sexy. Yes, I say I'm all that, and a bag of donuts, and a bag of chips, and a bag of don't uh, whatever. I'm, I'm all of that, okay? Yes, I I say that because where my mindset was twenty, thirty some years ago, baby, God delivered me from that. I learned to learn. I I learned how to love me through God's eyes. And ladies, God wants to love you, and he wants to show you how to be loved and how to love yourself through his eyes. All you have to do is just say, God, love me. Show me your love. Show me your love. Just like Steve Harvey when he's on the show, he's like, show your love. Show your love, right? That's how we need to go to God. God, show your love to me. Show your love to me. And I'm telling you, sister girl, baby, get ready for the romance. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready for the words that he has already promised in in his word. Get ready, y'all. And I want you to do this, ladies. I challenge you to find some scriptures about love. And and I'm telling you, there's going to be a lot, I know, but there's going to be a couple of scriptures that's going to stand out among the rest. That's actually going to speak to you. And once it grabs hold of your attention and of your heart, that's the one which you need to meditate on. Allow that to resonate in your heart. Allow that to resonate in your spirit. Allow that to resonate in your mind. Start practicing that in your mind, right? Start thinking about this is what belongs to you. This is what you need in your life you need God in your life. You need his love in your life. You need to be reminded of his love. You need to be to meet, you need to be reminded of how valuable and how important and how special you are to him. This is what you need. You don't need anything else. Once you are complete, once God has reshaped you and remolded you and built you and, and become more confident, more stronger than who you are, Then that's when things starts to flourish in your life. That's when things starts to come. That's when your Boaz will eventually start to shine through. But other than that, but besides that, there will be other things happening in your life. As I said before, ladies, 2019 is the year of elevation. Are you ready to rise up? Are you ready to go to the next level in your in your success? Because if that's where you want to be, then you need to start making some changes right now. Let people know that's in your life, that has been bringing in all of this stuff, that that stuff doesn't belong to you. It doesn't have your name on it. You didn't even sign up for it, man. You didn't sign up for this. You didn't sign up for a heartbreak. You didn't sign up to be abused. You didn't have a a sign on your back saying, abuse me, manipulate me, molest me, lie to me, betray to me. No, you betrayed me. You didn't have that on you. Now you need to let them know. Speak your truth and speak it with boldness and speak it with confidence, ladies. And walk away and start walking into your destiny. Start walking into the purpose that is already set with your name on it. Ladies, I love you. You are amazing. Before I go, I want to remind you again, ladies, to go out and vote for those of you who did not do it yet. And depending on what time it is, you probably have already voted, and I thank you all for taking that time out to do so. But if you are listening to to me before they close um, the doors, go ahead and vote. It is so imperative, so important that you do that, right? The second thing I wanted to share with you also, ladies, I would love for you, if you love what you hear, if you love the episodes that I bring forward to you, Um, And if you want to go ahead and support, I do recommend that you definitely do that. If you want to support this broadcast, go ahead to anchor.fm and there is um, a button that you could click on and it will give you the information as to how to get started in supporting this broadcast. I would thank you in advance because there are some ideas and some things that I definitely would like to do with this broadcast and just with this movement as a whole. My goal is to take it to another level come 2019. I want to be able to, you know, um, you know, market and promote it and take it to, you know, to a city near you kind of vibe, you know, that kind of thing. So there are things that, you know, that I definitely would like to uh, see come to fruition so I can be able to see you face to face, see all my family see all my supporters and all those things because ladies we got to stand up and we got to stand as a unit and we and when we come together as a unit oh my goodness gracious man oh man it's it's unstoppable man nobody can break that bond that we as sisters you know have you know in due time created right it's just like being a sorority Those of you who are in the sorority, you know what I'm talking about. You go through this process for weeks at times and, you know, at a time and you start to really learn each other. You start to respect each other more. You start to really listen to each other and y'all go through some stuff that is not comfortable. It's tear jerking. It's scary, but you have each other and y'all support each other. You uplift each other. And when it gets time to cross those burning sands, you know what, that bond that You guys created, oh my goodness, nobody can break it. Because you have you have each other, y'all are solid together, right? And that's what I want this to be. This is a movement for all of us. That when we come together and we see each other face to face, that people will recognize that this is a movement that is unbreakable. And it and it also helped changes so many lives out there. And the third thing is too. I know that there may be some of you out there that probably want to be able to, you know, um, bless me personally. And, you know, um, at first I was, I'll be honest with you, at first I didn't want to bring this up because I don't want people to think like, oh, you just here to get some money and this, that, or whatever. That is not what I'm trying to do. But I do know that there are people out there that, you know, are willing to support, you know, support individuals, especially if it's something of this magnitude, you know, they want to be able to bless that ministry or bless that individual. Right. And so, you know, that's been on my heart and it's been in my spirit for quite some time since starting this broadcast actually. And I said, you know what, I'm just going to put it out there because you never, never know. I'm not expecting anything happen overnight, but I do You know, I do want to just lay this out here for those individuals that God will touch their hearts to go ahead and just want to go ahead and bless me, you know, on a private end. And so I'm going to give you um, two informations where you can be able to do that. I do have a PayPal account. So that information is paypal.me forward slash Tawanta Jones. That's T-W-O-N-T-A Jones, paypal.me forward slash Tawanta Jones. And the other um the other um information is uh cash dot me forward slash dollar sign Tawanta. Okay so that's um cash dot me forward slash dollar sign Tawanta, T W N T A okay So you can choose one or the other, um, for those of you who want to bless, you know, bless me, um, privately in a sense. And I appreciate, um, I appreciate your love and your support in advance. Right. Um, and I just leave it at that. So my beautiful sisters, before I go, I just want to say that you are beautiful and you are amazing. You are resilient and you have something of great value that the world is waiting for. Don't allow people, don't allow your mistakes, don't allow yourself to limit you from reaching your destination. 2019 could be your year if you want it to be because it's all about elevation and who does not want to go higher and higher and higher? I love you, and I hope that you all have a great, great day. And I hope that this truly blessed you today as well, my sisters. Okay? Remember, this, whatever that this is, it doesn't belong to you, and it's time to just let it all go. Let it all go and start living your life like you deserve to live your life more abundantly. I love you, and I see you next time.